Hello, everyone. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. We are so glad to have you with us again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. Again, for those that may not know, I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don, my lovely wife. We pastor Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon. And uh, we welcome you today. If this is your first time, praise God, and uh, you don't have a good church home in the Portland metro area, we do, as we've said on our previous broadcasts, we welcome you to come and be a part of what the Lord is doing at our church. Praise God. Jesus is lifted up. Miracles are happening. Answers to prayer are coming forth. Great things are happening. And uh, we welcome you to come and be a part. Uh, you can see in the bottom of the screen our uh, website address, uh, www.alfc.net. And you can go there to get all the pertinent information about service time and location. And you can even send us an email request uh, through the website. So do that if uh, if you'd like to. We'd love to hear from you. We want to uh, get right into the Word of God, but we want to thank everyone again and our church family and friends uh, for your faithful prayers and support. Uh, that is such a great blessing to us, and it helps us to continue to do what uh, what we're doing in reaching the lost, and that we are doing. And it takes all of us together. It takes money, and uh, you all know that. And uh, praise God, we pray, pray for the fullness of the measure of God's richest blessing upon you and your family That's and right. your business. And uh, we pray that very seriously. Amen. Mm -hmm. So uh, praise the Lord. Well, if you have your Bibles, hopefully you've got them. If you don't, uh, we encourage you to go get them because we're going to look at a number of scriptures once again today. But as we do so, uh, before I go right to the word, uh, if you haven't uh, already hit that little subscribe button there at either the beginning or the end of our videos, uh, we encourage you to do that, and then you will be prompted to all the alerts of uh, new videos that we do post. So, uh, amen. Praise the Lord. But let's have a word of prayer as we get right into the Word of God. Amen. amen. Father, we do thank you once again today for this precious privilege of being able to study your Word, to be able to uh, see from your precious Word uh, what is planned and in store for us as Christians in these last days. And Father, today we thank you for utterance. We thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. And again, Father, we do thank you for every need met in every person's life listening or watching this video today. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Well, if you do have your Bibles, and hopefully you've got them now, I want you to turn with me to uh, 1 Corinthians 13. And over the last several weeks, last week we ministered on the resurrection, and uh, hopefully you were blessed uh, and had an opportunity to watch that. Praise God, because Jesus is the miracle worker. He's saving people. He wants to make himself known and uh, give proof to his resurrection. Glory yeah. to God. But uh, except for last week, we've been studying on the subject of, of uh, love and faith working by love. And the importance of love. And we started this back in February where uh, most people think about love uh, during the month of February because of Valentine's Day. Uh, but all through the year, especially for faith people, it's very important to always uh, guard our heart and protect it towards love and what love is and how that uh, the Bible tells us uh, the word charity is used in the New Testament, which is love and action. But it, it, it tells us so much 
about the character of God because God is love. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it isn't just that he has love. Mm -hmm. He is love. The very right. essence of God is love and loving people. And the more we love God, he's going to direct us more and more to the love of his life, which is people. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's uh, that's what the world's starving mm -hmm. for. As most all of you know, uh, people need to have love, especially at this time that we're living in right mm -hmm. now. Amen. And when you think of love and knowing that our Father God is all about love, you know, for God so loved the world. So he's a very encompassment of love. And what he displayed for us was sending his son, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. But also, too, our faith has to work by love. The mm -hmm. Bible says that faith worketh by love. So if we want exactly. to activate our faith life and our faith walk to be even higher, to be deeper, to grow stronger, then these are things that we can be looking at because people can say, oh, yes, I, I, you know, I know all about love and I've heard this before. But we want to make sure that we always have, we always want to hear the word of God with a freshness and with mm -hmm. a newness so exactly. that we can receive because it's all about being teachable and receiving from God so that we can get better and stronger and grow in the things of God further. And that's what mm -hmm. it's all about, walking in love. Yeah. Walking and love. in the Song of Solomon, there's a scripture that tells us it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. And uh, meaning that it's the, uh, the fly in the ointment, so to speak. It's the small things that uh, can cause the big problems in our life. That's right. And we're going to look more about to that safeguard. today. We have to yeah, safeguard. Yeah, we, we have to safeguard ourselves about mm -hmm. these things, and especially for faith people and people that uh, believe in the faith message and believe that, uh, you know, that uh, faith is the hand that receives from God. And, and uh, of course, we all should believe that, but specifically yes. uh, those that would espouse the faith message and, and uh, confessing the word of God it's especially important because, honey, as you just said a moment ago, uh, in the book of Galatians, it says faith worketh by love. Mm -hmm. So we need to keep these things close to our heart. Yes, and uh, again, if I was not getting my prayers answered, the first place that I would look would be in the area of my love walk. Mm -hmm. And am I walking in unforgiveness towards people? Mm -hmm. Because that's a that's a that's a that's like oil and water. They do not mix. Faith and unforgiveness, they don't work. And that's what Jesus right. said in Mark 11, uh, 23, 24, and 25 and 26 mm -hmm. together when he was talking about speaking to mountains through confession and praying. And he said the only hindrance there mm -hmm. that was mentioned was uh, unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. So we need, to, we need to really pay attention to these things yes. and not just blow them off as, that's ah, no big deal that's if right. I don't walk in love. And you know, when, one other scripture I was thinking about, too, that was just quickened to me is that uh, Paul had said there, and you can help me with the scripture, honey, but he said, you know, consider what I say. May the Lord give thee an understanding of all things. Mm -hmm. And That's Second Timothy. Thank you. So we can have, was it 2.15? 2 Timothy 2.15? I do believe so. Uh, Whoever uh, two gets seven. there first gets the prize. Second Timothy 2.7. <laughs> okay, 2.7. So... When, when we hear these things, we want to keep it, our heart pliable and open because it doesn't mean you don't have love and it doesn't mean you don't have faith. But a lot of times our thinking is not right about things. And that's what the word of God does. It helps us to think right so we can receive uh, properly mm -hmm. and we can receive 
Uh, So that we, again, it's all about growing higher. And God wants us to be discipled in the word of God. And he wants us to disciple others. So these Mm -hmm. are checkpoints, you know, evaluations, so to speak. Why do you go into an evaluation with your boss? How you can improve, how you can get better. You're doing great here, but maybe you can get better here. Mm-hmm. And God's not our boss. He's our <clears throat> heavenly father. But we have to receive uh, according to the way the word displays it to us. Mm-hmm. And these are, again, checkpoints that we can evaluate in our own life and say, you know what? I, I can get better in this area. Mm-hmm. And keeping our heart pliable, keeping it teachable and, and receiving. It's like, oh, okay. I see where I was missing it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a humbling. It's a humbling process, but he's able to lift us up and move us higher and yeah. further in the things of God. Staying hungry for the Lord. Some of these little things can be impediments in our growing in the things of God. Mm -hmm. And walking in love, all of us are on the journey of faith as Christians if we've been born again. And we should uh, endeavor to ever move higher Mm -hmm. in our walk with God. And that means, you know, putting the flesh off. It means growing up more and more with each passing day and being more like the Lord. Because now that we've been born again, we have a new nature on the inside and spiritual growth is, is not automatic. Uh, uh, We can, we can, you know, get saved today. Mm -hmm. And in 25 years, we can still be in the same position. We're we're God's child, but we're not going to automatically grow. So we need to grow. There's a similarity between natural growth and spiritual growth and walking in love and understanding how important love is as it facilitates all the things that God wants to do in our life. We need to really, mm-hmm. you know, not just blow it off and take it lightly. So, yes. but let's look here. First Corinthians 13. We've already looked at uh, some of these scriptures before, but let's start off in verse one again. It says, though I speak and Paul is writing here by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to the church at Corinth, who were believers, and it is apropos for us today. He said, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, and again, the word charity simply means love and action. Mm -hmm. Though I have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. So you see here, charity is the, the, the key here. Yes. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Mm-hmm. And then in verse four, he begins to list and describe what love and action looks like and how it works in our life. Mm-hmm. And we, we read this already, but let's, let's read this again. It says, charity suffereth long and is kind. Suffers a long time and is what? It's not rude, but it's kind. It's kind. Mm-hmm. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Puffed up's talking about pride. Mm-hmm. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. So right there, he, what is he talking about? Uh, it doesn't behave itself unseemly or right. in the wrong way, but it's uh, it's in direct line with how a Christian ought to live and how they ought to walk and how they ought to interact with other people. Mm-hmm. Because again, people are going to see out of the re- overflow of the relationship we have with our Heavenly Father, they're going to yes. see the Christian experience 
truly identify. And it's so important that many people would become Christians, unfortunately, if, if, if they had never met one. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, it, and it should pain us to even think about that because sometimes people, they have all the leaves as far as fruit or as far as a Christian, mm -hmm. but they have no fruit in their life, virtually no fruit. And part of the fruit of being born again and being a child of God is being like our father, being like the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. He says, and so, yes. And he said, here, are you my disciples? And that his desire for us is to bear much fruit. Yes. It's not for us to just, like you said, grow leaves. I've had plenty of plants where I'm looking at the plants and I'm thinking, and there's some fertilizers that are just great for, you know, making the, the, the plants robust and green, but it doesn't, it doesn't promote their blooms. Yeah. Different where they can have you aspects know, of yes, the fertilizer. They can have flowers. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a beautiful looking little plant, but it's full of greenery and there's no fruit or there's no blossoms to produce flowers. And so uh, the Lord wants us to bear much fruit. Amen. Here he wants us yes. to bloom yes. as Christians. Yes. <laughs> Praise God. That's the beauty of it. But, Amen. but as you look at this here, 1 Corinthians 13, it does not behave itself unseemly. Verse mm -hmm. five, seeketh not her own. In other words, it's not just what we as Christians want, what's best for us, because the whole idea of as being a Christian, as the Bible tells us in being disciples, is really it's the selfless life. Mm -hmm. We need to, as Paul said in one place, be ready to spend and be spent. Mm -hmm. In other words, it's laying down our life. Yes. As Jesus said there again in John's gospel mm -hmm. about laying down our lives mm -hmm. uh, as far as being true love. Mm -hmm. You lay down your life for a friend. Mm -hmm. Well, when we see people do unselfish acts, it draws us. It's, it's, it's in the natural, some people would say it's magnetic, but it draws us a pull because the world is love starved. And when they see people care, it's like the old saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm -hmm. And most right. all of us, we've heard that many, many times through our life, more than likely. And it is true that people want to see love in action. Mm -hmm. They want to see the fruits of what people say they are as a Christian, they that's want to right. see that Christian fruit and walking in love when they see it amongst Christians. That's why it's so important when Christians are fighting one another and arguing and fussing and doing all these things. It's, it's not a good it's not a good example. Mm -hmm. And and people don't want to see that. What they want to see is the genuine fruit yes. of love. And what they'll it, say is, don't tell me, show me. Yeah. yeah. You know, and lip service <laughs> only goes so far. We all we all know that. Yes. You know, you can, you can walk, you can talk the talk, but it, there's a point where we have to walk the walk. Amen. And with the help of the Lord, we can. Yeah. Like uh, one person said, they said, uh, your actions are so speaking so loud. I can't hear what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so what a great truth. But we'll look at this again here. First Corinthians 13. It does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil rejoiceth, and we could spend so much time on any one of these, and we're just hitting some of the high spots here. Mm -hmm. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Praise God, we should be a lover of the truth, right? Yes. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. 
Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Mm -hmm. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but that when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. Mm -hmm. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Yes. So Paul talks about the maturation process, the growing up process. Mm -hmm. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even also, at, even as also I am known. And now abide a faith, hope, and charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Mm -hmm. And so praise the Lord. There's Amen. so much we can look at, and I would encourage you to, to read through 1 Corinthians 13 on a daily basis. Even if you may be out there today and you feel like, oh, I feel so condemned. I'm a Christian, but I feel like I've just come so utterly short and fallen down over these things we just read. Don't beat yourself up. Say, just Lord, forgive me. And he'll forgive you yes. completely and immediately. And if you have to go to people and say, forgive me. You know, my, my words were wrong. My tone was wrong. My actions were not wrong. Right. Uh, in that instance. And people will not disrespect you or think less of you mm -mm. when you apologize and ask That's for forgiveness. Right. They'll esteem you higher. They'll think of you more. They'll think of you more. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and that's an honorable thing before the Lord. Yes. Because remember what Jesus said? He said, if if they receive you, they're going to receive me. Mm -hmm. And if they receive me, they receive him who sent me. Mm -hmm. So there is a chain reaction or domino yes. effect, so to speak. So what we do is we're the living, breathing Christian that... God is counting on to be an example to people around mm -hmm. us. So again, don't beat yourself up about these things. Again, we're on a road. We're all on this road and on this journey. So it's important for us to pick ourselves up. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. And I can go on in the spirit of faith. Mm -hmm. And uh, next time, do better. And the Lord mm -hmm. will help us, right? Because you'll there'll be another day. There'll be another opportunity to walk in love. Mm -hmm. You might get through watching this or listening to it, and you might even be driving listening to it, and somebody cuts you off on the road. I mean, what a what a premium place to to walk in love towards other people that are rude and discourteous. Put them to practice. <laughs> right, is, is getting on the road and trying to drive, right? Especially in rough, rush hour traffic. But the point is, is we're, we're all endeavoring to walk this out. And as the scripture says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling mm -hmm. for it, it's God that works in you to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now we're not saved by works, but what we do That's is, right. is we work it out. In other words, we give it place in our life more and more. Mm -hmm. And by the help of the Holy spirit, because we already have a new nature, we're able to allow the spirit of God to empower us to be able to walk these things out and do them. Mm -hmm. Amen. God's way. So, but there's so much we could look at there in first Corinthians 13, mm -hmm. but we left off last time and we touched on a few things in the book of James and how important that, again, faith works by love, as we already covered. But also, too, in James, we looked at James chapter one here a few weeks ago. I believe it was now, wasn't it? Yes. About uh, being a doer of the word mm -hmm. and not just a hearer only. That's right. And uh, so you can go back and read that. Then we also looked about how faith without works is dead. 
And we already spoke and, and uh, shared with you about how faith works by love. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this would be a place I would look that if my faith was not working, my prayers were not getting answered consistently, that I'd check up on my love walk to make sure that I've forgiven people, that, uh, that I've released forgiveness, mm -hmm. that I'm not carrying a chip on my shoulders. And there's goodness, don't we all know how, how much in this world today is there's, there's so many people walking around with chips on their shoulder and saying things and, and, and such. So every day it's an opportunity in this world to walk in yes, love. That's right. Amen. So, but let's look at James three here today. Let's look at James chapter three and begin in verse one. And look with this here. And uh, let's get a little bit into this today. James writing to believers again. Okay. He said, my brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. So what he's talking about here is those that are teaching other people, those that are over other people, uh, they, they, because by virtue of their growth in Christ and their position and length of time, they walked with God and all these things play into it, mm -hmm. that, uh, that, that they, uh, were judged at a higher level. Ministers, fivefold ministers, they're judged at a higher level. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why right. as ministers, we have to make sure we do things, you know, the, the Bible way as best we can with the help of the Lord, mm -hmm. of course. That's right. And, uh, but there's a higher, higher judgment, mm -hmm. but that's, that, that is not saying that, well, okay, that's dismissive of everybody else's, uh, walking in love and doing the right thing. We all have to give an account. We all have to give account. We're all going to, as believers, stand before the Lord, the judgment seat of Christ, and we're going to give an account mm -hmm. of the things that we did in the flesh here on earth right. for the things that were not under the blood mm -hmm. that we didn't repent about. Okay. But once again, the blood of Jesus washes away all of our guilty stain. So that will not go with us, the things that we've repented of and got under the blood. So always remember that. Okay. And don't let the devil beat you up and tell you that this stuff, this baggage, this sin, this stuff that's in your past, even after you got saved, thank God it was all under the blood when you first got saved, but the sins that you've committed after you got saved are under the blood if we've repented of them, that's right. all right? Now, that doesn't mean we should go out and this doesn't give us a carte blanche license to sin that's and right. do wrong and then just presume on the grace of God that uh, we should sin because Paul said there in Rome, Romans 6, he said, shall we sin that the grace should abound? He said, certainly not. Mm -hmm. So grace is God's divine empowerment to do that which is right, not permission to do what is wrong. That's okay. Right. Amen. So we must remember that. But let's read on here. He said, now get this, verse two, James three, for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. Or again, that word perfect means mature a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships which are, which through, though they may be so great and are driven by a fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. It's got a big position. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue 
is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members. So it's among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beasts, of the birds and of serpents, and of things in the sea, is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. Mm -hmm. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine figs? So can no fountain yield both yield salt water and fresh. All right? Mm -hmm. So we could go on and read. Yeah, what an analogy there. Think about that, verse 7. For every kind of beast and birds and serpents, it says right there, you can things can be tamed. Animals can be tamed, but the tongue can never be tamed. In, in the sense of that, it's it's not born again, you know. It's mm -hmm. not part of our, it's it, our spirit's right. born again, mm -hmm. but our flesh is not, and exactly. our flesh encompasses our mind, our soul, our emotions, and our tongue, and that's why we have to train it. And and I love the analogy that James uses mm -hmm. there to you know talk about there in verse three how you can put a bit in the horse's mouth. And that they may obey us. And that's mm -hmm. why you put them in. It's to <clears throat> safeguard them. You know, a horse may want to go towards the edge of a cliff. Maybe it doesn't have a, a good sense of judgment or distance. And that's why you put a bit in its mouth to, so it can obey you. Exactly. So it can do what you want it to do. Mm -hmm. And it can also keep it from danger. <clears throat> and the Lord has given us his word to put in our mouths so that we can speak. So it can renew our minds. It can transform us into mm -hmm. thinking like God would have us to think. But yes. also, too, it's to keep us from evil. It's mm -hmm. to keep us from hell. You know, out of the, out of the, the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, you know, with our mouth, we will make confession to the Lord. Confessing that the Lord, we have to, they say Christianity is the great confession. That mm -hmm. you cannot live your life without confessing mm -hmm. the word. You can't confess exactly. without confessing that Jesus Christ is, has come in the flesh and, and died and was buried and rose again for you and I. And mm -hmm. so that's why it's so important for us. And that's why we're looking at this. This is how it's all, again, intertwined. Love, uh, forgiveness, <clears throat> faith, mm -hmm. and our tongue. How our tongue has a part to play in all this. Yeah. And and you notice there, back there, honey, you were reading verse 3. If you look at verse 2, when he was talking about if any man offend not in word. See, this whole thing is set up by that when we offend people, mm -hmm. and all of you know know this to be true, that most of the time, it doesn't mean it doesn't happen by actions of the actions of others, but the primary action that offends people is by what they say, yes, and by what they what they tell people mm -hmm. or how they respond in situations. Very true. So the big thing is is as he's likening this to the bit in the horse's mouth mm -hmm. and the rudder on the ship is that this tongue that all of us have yields one way or the other. And he ends up talking about bitter water and sweet water. 
And he said, this shouldn't be an admixture. You know, a, a freshwater stream is not going to put out bitter water and vice versa. A bitter stream is not going to put out That's fresh right. water, right? Mm -hmm. That's right? So if we tame the tongue, and the only way that we can tame the tongue is by yielding it through the renewed mind yes. to the will of God and speaking what God would speak in speak. situations yes. and over certain, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people when we, 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 uh, in relationships, that's right. Because again, this goes back to First Corinthians thirteen, that you see there. It he talked about it, it thinks no evil and things like that. So a lot of the things that we speak are precipitated. They come forth from our thinking first. If yes. if, if we're thinking wrong about people and about situations, we're going to be more apt to yield the wrong way. Right. If we're thinking wrong about people then it's sooner or later going to slip out or come out. Mm -hmm. And most of the times that happens at very inopportune times. And although you may say a hundred things right, or we may say, we may say a hundred mm -hmm. things right, then they'll pick, people will pick up on, on the one thing that's wrong. Sure. And that doesn't mean we should nitpick, but here's the point is, is that our world is so programmed to you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. If you treat me wrong and you treat me rude, then I'm going to do the same to you. And what that does is it feels bad. I mean, if, if like my dad used to say, he said, son, rudeness is a weak man's imitation of strength. Mm -hmm. And so when people are rude and discourteous at the store, at, uh, at the bank, you know, and in different places we go and you're mingling with people that are not born again, that are selfish, right? Right. Because because we're not born again, walking with the Lord, we're going to be that's inclined to be yes. selfish people. That's our true nature. That's our, that's our and that's why through the renewing of the mind, looking at what we need to compare ourselves not to other people, but to what God said mm -hmm. and the example of the Lord Jesus. Yes, that's important. Amen. And not forgetting the help of the Holy Ghost to help us to think right. Yeah. And that's why when you put the Word of God in you, mm -hmm. that's what that's what will be coming out of you with any type of pressure or situations and, and, and realizing here what it says there in verse four, mm -hmm. when it, when uh, James is talking about ships and how the fierce winds can be so great, yet it's that little <clears throat> rudder that, mm -hmm. you know, and it, 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 steers, the it ship. steers the ship. So in mm -hmm. the midst of all the chaos in the midst of even everything going around us and going on all around us in the world, we can keep the word of God in our mouth and it can keep us in line. It yes. can keep us moving straight forward. It can keep us in love. It can keep us in faith. And right. that's just a beautiful, and, and how much more so because we're spirit beings and we have the help of the Lord and we have the help of the Holy Ghost helping us. Mm -hmm. We have help on every side yes. to be able to be successful and be prosperous in the things of God. Yeah. And then that overflows into the natural. Prosper in our relationships, yes. right? Yes. Prosperity is not just money. Thank That's God right. for money, but it's spirit, soul, and body. Yes. It's being born again. That's yes. that's where it's prosperity starts. And then renewing our mind mm -hmm. to think like God thinks. And on down the list, we start. then we start acting and behaving and speaking like God would speak. Amen. And so just if you look at the takeaway here today with what we're sharing, remember this. When you're in fellowship, relationship, uh, you're mingling with people, think about what you say. Mm -hmm. Think about what you say 
especially when it's going to be something harsh, critical, or unkind, where people are just going to, just, they're just going to be offended. You know, when I'm talking, it can be with people you know, or people obviously that you don't know. But if you look at how steers, um, when our behavior is wise and we love people and compliment people and are kind to people, those are the things that people take away from encounters with us as Christians initially, because not just our smile, but our engaging personality, because we're letting the love of Christ flow through us, then people are going to want to be around us. They're going to like us because we're nice people. Christians are nice people. Amen. And they're, they're called to be nice and we should be nice and uh, praise God. But you may be out there today and you say, I'm listening to all this. And I know I've said a lot of hurtful things and done things I shouldn't do, but I'm not so sure I know Jesus as my savior. That's the most important decision. Mm -hmm. And the most important change that you can make in your life is to, first of all, foremostly know that if you were to die tonight, you know, you would go to heaven. You'd be in the family of God. The Bible says that as many as received Jesus, he gave them power to become the sons of God. So receiving Jesus is receiving eternal life. Mm -hmm. And how is that done? By knowing that Jesus came to seek and to save that which is lost. He came because he loves humanity, because the Father sent him to die for us on behalf of us, all of humanity, to be able to take away our sins and our sin nature Mm -hmm. and bring us into his family. If you're out there today and you do not know Jesus as your personal savior. Would you pray with us today? Would you invite him in? Because it's so important. Most important decision you could ever make. You say, how do you do that? Well, it's not just saying words. It's in your heart because your heart is stirred. You know that you got to make a change in your life. Perhaps you're in a backslidden condition. But if you pray and not just say words, but with your heart, out of your heart, you pray this way. Why don't you bow your head right now and pray these words Amen. after us? Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I come to you. I come to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I want. And I want to come into your family. To come into your family. I want to be. And I want to be born again. Born again. And so right now. And so right now. I want to receive. I want to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ. The gift of salvation. The gift of salvation into my life. Into my life. So I invite Jesus in. So I invite Jesus in. And I ask you, Jesus. And I ask you, Jesus. To create me anew. To create me anew. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. By your precious blood. By your precious blood. I believe. I believe. That you are the son of God. That you are the son of God. And have been raised from the dead. And that have been raised from the dead. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, you might have prayed something like that before. It's not just having the certain phrase. It's saying what is true. Yes. It's believing on the Lord Jesus Christ scripturally Mm -hmm. and receiving him. And when he comes in, praise God, you receive a brand new nature on the inside. And not only making him your savior, but making him Lord of your life. That's right. And turning from your, you know, from the past is in the past at last turning from our wicked ways and and looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith and serving him 
with all of our heart and our soul and our mind, giving him our life yes. and our heart as well. Amen. And it's just the start. Yes, it is. If you prayed that prayer, please look at the uh, website address on the bottom of the screen and contact us. We'd like to send you some materials free of charge to help you in your new start with the Lord. Or perhaps right. you came back to him today, back into fellowship. That's wonderful too. But we want to we want to help you in your start. Again, it's just the start. It's not the end. You need to uh, be connected with a group of believers and fellowship with them in a local right. church setting. Uh, so if you contact us, we can help you also to get uh, in a place, uh, at least we'll try to, uh, find your church home. If you're not in the Portland metro area, again, you can come out and visit us in Tualatin at Abundant Life Family Church. But praise God. God's so good. Yes. And this is so wonderful. We're living in the most exciting time. I mean, the Lord's doing wonderful things. Mm -hmm. Jesus is coming soon. Yes. But as we close out today, let's have a word of prayer. We want to pray over you mm -hmm. and uh, pray that yes. the Lord in his mighty hand would move fresh mm -hmm. today once again on your family yes. and upon you yes. as a person, as a child of God. Mm -hmm. Father God, as we yes, pray for the audience today, we thank you, Father, for thank that fresh Jesus. touch of your Holy Spirit upon them. Mm -hmm. And we pray, Father God, for them that, Father, by the word of truth that we shared today from your precious word, that, Lord, we would all be able to move to a higher level in the faith yes, life Lord. by moving to a higher level yes. in our love walk. And, Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit helping us, quickening us, and teaching us how to watch over the words we speak and how to interact in relationships and mm -hmm. how to forgive and walk in love and how these are all intertwined together that the end result, Lord, we would be more like you. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for supernatural protection and provision over every person in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And Lord, above all, help us to be soul winners. Yes. Help us to win people into your kingdom by the way we live in the mighty yes, name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. We love you and God bless you. And until next time, remember that you're the salt of the earth, the light of the world as a, as a believer and keep your eyes on Jesus yes. till he comes. Amen.